0: Unfortunately, I've reached a point in my TikTok career. Mind you, less than a month in. Hello, where people will send me things and I'm like, I'm already a week ahead of you babes. Uh-huh. Before it was like, "Oh, this is funny. Thanks for keeping me in the loop." Now I'm like, "You got to keep up with me.
1: I've been there, done that."
0: I have a problem? That was a question. No.
1: I will like very confidently quote a sound that I've heard on TikTok.
0: Yeah.
1: And more times than not, the person will not understand what i'm referencing
0: give me an example um i'm probably gonna know it it.
1: (laughs) do you know that um song that's like how can i be homophobic my bitch is gay no Uh (laughs) and then there's like a remix of it where it's like how can i be gay my bitch is homophobic (laughs) No. But you've been using TikTok in a way that's um potentially a bit controversial, a bit flirty, a bit I have I have a summer. Of I you. told
0: Taylor right before we started recording that I've I'm in my thirst commenting era.
1: Mm-hmm. Whenever
0: there is a hot person that has like recently let's say someone that I'm interested in posts something that is also remotely funny. I'm going to like that.
1: Remotely.
0: Because remotely I'm going to like it. And so the algorithm is like, you want more of this? And yes, I do. And so every once in a while, I get one that they posted like a couple hours ago. And so early the numbers are low. There's like six comments. I'm going to comment. And it's going to be witty. It's going to be funny because have you met me?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's embarrassing to be like, hey, I'm here because I'm a horny bitch.
1: Horny on main. Horny
0: on main. And what about it? Being horny and re- is relatable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm tired of pretending that I'm not.
1: I think I'm going to start pretending that I'm not. Oh,
0: what is that? Who's that going to help? Me. Okay. Just turn Um, it off. Horny be gone. Just
1: turn it off.
0: I wish in the way that like I am very, very capable and have proven to turn other people off. I wish I could do that for myself. (laughs) (laughs) I want to look in the mirror and be like, I'm good.
1: I've been too vulnerable recently. It's time to. On the
0: pod or in life in life oh.
1: it's time to not be vulnerable anymore brick wall brick wall no
0: more bricked up just brick wall
1: <laughs> on that note um why don't we get this episode started start. hello everybody my <laughs> name is taylor
0: my name is kai and welcome back
1: to another episode of no now, follow-up, follow-up questions. questions.
0: The show where we talk about the booms, the bangs, and the blunders of living through your 20s. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Episode
1: 32.
0: Episode 32. Think about the, the number 32. I'm thinking. I think 32 is it's a good number. 33, ugly. When okay. I turned 33, no, I didn't. <laughs> We've
1: really run out of stuff to talk about on this podcast.
0: <laughs> no, but think about it.
1: I'm you thinking like good- about my
0: thirties a lot lately. Uh huh. And thirty-three is a number that I don't want to. I'm just gonna like be thirty-two or thirty-four that year.
1: You could just lie. I could lie now. Who's gonna check you? You. Where are you going with this? Oh, uh,
0: nowhere. We've arrived.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. You have something that you wanted to talk to me yeah, about. Yeah. So
0: I watched a TikTok recently, and it introduced the idea of what I'll call feedback loops. But I was also talking to our mutual friend Jody today. Shout out. About feedback loops and the way she put it kind of made it click in my head. So I wanna just introduce this topic and maybe we can talk about it for a little. The TikTok, the premise was you end up dating people or the people that excite you the most or cause you the most like fluttering experience. Your brain, whether conscious or not, is putting you back in situations that were traumatic to you or that were toxic to you in the past, because that's what your brain is used to or comfortable with. And the idea of feedback loops, and the way Jody put it, is that subconsciously you're putting yourself in these situations, and it's an opportunity for you to move past that toxicity, move Mm -hmm. past or heal from that trauma. In a matter of speaking, grow out of it. It's like the universe giving you an opportunity to prove that you're ready for what's next. Hmm. Feedback loops
1: if you don't break it, you're just going to keep repeating it. Yeah.
0: And oftentimes I, I don't even think you realize you're in it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, why do we continue to find ourselves in, in relationships that are unfulfilling or we date the same, like people that kind of look the same way or like people that treat us or don't treat us a certain way. Like, I does think, this make sense?
1: Yeah. No. Cause I think like what you're subconsciously doing is like trying to make it different this time. Right.
0: But it's, almost identical
1: my whole thing okay let's talk about me
0: okay gladly
1: I definitely do that for sure we all do yeah I do that with I date people who don't like me because I think I can change their mind okay and make them like me okay but that is not something that can really ever happen sure um (laughs) but I'm like taking like I'm like fighting for my life trying to get out of it
0: out of that that specific yeah. cycle yeah. right so i recently we'll stick with dating for a second this doesn't exclusively apply to dating but when i ended up with my therapist so i was in therapy for a, a number of months and we got to a point where we had achieved my goals and we left a, a kind of open like i've talked about this before where it's like you know what you need to do not you just need to be brave enough to do it Hold that thought. I'll come back to that in a second. Okay. But that almost was in reference to dating because I was like, I, I'm a little scared to like trust again and like, you know, I don't want to be hurt and just protecting myself. I'm like mocking myself right now. <laughs> um, essentially, I was scared of finding myself in a situation like I had in the past that felt toxic or that felt like I was disrespecting myself or like I knew what I wanted to do but I didn't have the guts to do it. And essentially she was like you know what you need to do. You know how you want to be treated. You just have to res- like respect that and do that and yeah. act in a way like yeah. make sure your actions align with that, right? Yeah. Um and I'm like looking back on situations where I was going into dating someone in like a situationship and i was like this is so much different i've grown so much from this past relationship and it ended up the same way uh, and looking where i am now in comparison to that i'm like oh it was it was no different whatsoever cuz i still wasn't respecting myself i still wasn't abiding by what my brain and my heart was telling me
1: yeah i think like i definitely like see this phenomenon and i agree with the like merits of paying attention to it i think though that I don't want to get like too like I don't like to get too in the weeds of like oh every time I feel this it really means like I'm Mm. actually enacting something bad like I don't want to associate like a gut feeling of like this feels good to like oh if something feels good it means that it's actually bad and you're reenacting your childhood trauma and like you're harming yourself Mm. like I think I want to be better at Trusting my gut, like I I don't want to. I don't like to lean into the narrative too hard. That like anyone who excites me is really just because they like remind me of like sure bad things. I don't think
0: excitement is bad, mm-hmm. and maybe that's where that tick like I left that TikTok assertion right, because a lot of that stuff is bullshit. I don't yeah. really fucking care, and to even expand this topic into like outside of dating. That that what I said where it's like, you know what you need to do. You just need to be brave enough to do it. Max said that to me on this podcast. Remember when he like read us to filth yeah. on our own show?
1: Them's fighting words. They were
0: fighting words. He's done that multiple times. And back then, the lesson I learned from that was, oh, shit, Max can see me. I'm being perceived right now.
1: I hated it. Where I hated instead,
0: it. It took me maybe my therapist saying it or me learning it in a different context to understand that he was telling me months ago. Kaivon, you're, you can do whatever you want career-wise, let's say. You just have to, like, believe in yourself. And it took me a while to realize that, but, like, I kept putting myself in situations where I'm given opportunities to believe in myself and I'm choosing not to.
1: Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And it, it really, it's like you can't, you can't get your friend to wake up out of the situation. They have to do it themselves. It uh, got me thinking, girl.
1: I sometimes get discouraged when I think about, like, I have a little progress. I'm been making okay. Year like year to year. Sure. I'm like, oh god And then like I'm running out of time to get my shit together
0: <laughs> Cuz you're giving yourself an, an arbitrary unattainable finish line. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Last like, time I, I I read you in a way that I thought a therapist might and it was out of place So I'm not gonna do that this time. It's Okay. Okay
1: you can read me. If you want to? No. You're like bursting at the seams to read me. No, please finish. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's it's I. It is so embarrassing to me that like, literally like my big thing that I've been working on for years is to like. <laughs> date and like be friends with people who genuinely like me mm. like that is what i'm working on how fucking sad like it's so embarrassing i think
0: i think every like when you are going through something the obstacle in front of you feels almost like a prison like yeah it's so insurmountable how are you ever gonna pass it but when you finally pass it you're gonna realize how small that was right <laughs> it might take you years but it might easily be as small as like You just need more examples of healthy relationships in your life. Maybe. I think we're going to look back on this period in our lives when we're 60 and be like, oh, that was so small. I hope so. No, I think we will.
1: I also think for you and me and for a lot of people who are also like really trying to like work on their mental health and like change these patterns and break them and like choose to live a better life, like maybe one that they haven't even seen before Mm. or like know is possible, just like the blind faith that something better is out there. Like, I think people like that tend to turn shit back on themselves. Right. And like,
0: it's like a, that's a really good quality, but also really.
1: Yeah. Like being self, like the drive to, yeah, be self-reflective and examine yourself. And I like, even with like fucking attachment styles, like Mm. I'm becoming kind of like anti-attachment style. (laughs) because I saw this TikTok that put it so succinctly. I can't believe everything I learn is off of TikTok, but it was like um free my girlies from the shackles of attachment theory. He just doesn't like you mm. and you're being treated like a mug. Um
0: I love that it immediately placed them somewhere geographically. Thank you.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like um so true. Yeah. So true. Like, I have definitely fallen into the trap of, like, how can I change myself, mm-hmm. fix myself, make myself different? How so can that, I
0: blame myself to fit this scenario? Yeah, yeah. To make,
1: again, back to the core of it, make somebody who doesn't like me wake up right. and realize that they do. Because that's the childhood fantasy. That's the wound. There it is. Yeah. But you're not going to fix it. Through adulthood, we
0: keep trying to make these other people so happy in our lives, and we're just not doing it for ourselves first and foremost. When when it's like putting the cart behind in front of the horse situation. Mm -hmm. Going back to my therapist, she said something that, um, or maybe I interpreted something she said, and it's like what I took away. It's like if you want to experience something new, you have to do and or be something new, right? If I want to have a healthy relationship in a way that I've never had before I need to act and participate in a way that I never have before, Yeah, which is like, what the fuck does that mean? How do I do that? But it really is. Sometimes it's just like taking a breath in a situation where you wouldn't normally Mm
1: -hmm. or
0: speaking up for yourself where you wouldn't normally. It's like every time you behave differently or in a way that feels like you're moving towards your goals, it's like that's behavior that you, That is bringing you closer to a a version of yourself you want. I'm also tired of being the one that have to break all my generational curses. Same. Like, mom, what did you do? She did a lot, I'm sure. But
1: like. (laughs) Yeah. It's just. I. It's. It feels like so insurmountable. And I also feel like I'm. Sometimes. This is like so woe is me. I have a lot of. Privilege and a lot of like advantages. Mm -hmm. But like just the. Like I. I talk to people who just like genuinely have the belief that like they are capable of anything. They love themselves. They're confident in themselves. I would rather have that than like almost like any other like personality trait or anything. <laughs> because like that's going to really get you far. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing you really need. And I feel like I don't have it.
0: I Well, one, I think there are pitfalls to that. If that really is the core of their personality, just blind belief in themselves, there has to be something that maybe you and I don't see that yeah. is a pitfall because yeah, grass is always yeah. greener, right? Yeah, and there are traits in you that I'm sure are are unique and that they wish they had, mm-hmm. the ability to self reflect, for example, or to to be empathetic enough to. To even have the capacity to change to make someone else happy mm-hmm. whether or not that's good for you
1: I'm just so embarrassed at the way that I've like allowed myself to be treated in friendships in relationships there. by my family like in workplaces like It's just so embarrassing
0: It's behavior that takes practice to get out of one two you did it Why be embarrassed about it? Do you know what I mean? It's all it's all part of Taylor. It's all part of Kaiva. It's like the good parts, the bad parts, the ugly parts, the stinky parts. It's all part of it. Yeah. And I'm saying it's so much easier to say this, but to like to look back and forgive yourself
1: mm-hmm.
0: and to grow from that, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm just not growing fast enough.
0: Hey, I feel.
1: You <laughs> trust I, me. <laughs> and it's almost like sometimes I'm not patient enough to wait around for yeah. somebody to like to really like care about me. So I'm like, okay, I'm bored. Like I'm gonna pursue something that I know isn't going to go anywhere or that like is Mm. not good for me I'm just gonna do it because I'm fucking bored I want to get to a place where I can forgive myself for like doing these feedback loops but right now I'm just like really embarrassed okay and that's how I feel we'll
0: allow that to happen and pass um I love how like Twenty seconds ago, you're like, "I'm done being vulnerable in life." <laughs> <And you just laughs> no,
1: it's just <laughs> no. But I th- so real. I think like no, I I can be vulnerable in this way, but like in life, like what I'm, what I mean, like in life, of like fucking begging people to talk to me, to spend time with me, yeah, to show affection and care for me.
0: At, well, at some point,
1: how stupid? Which
0: it's not stupid. It it's bringing you to a a, a point. Yeah. Clearly you have to keep going through that until something changes until something yeah. you won't see new until you become new. And until you're ready to do that, it's like, stop beating yourself up for being where you are. This Why really did we start out so intro? heavy?
1: You're like, I want to talk about something I learned on Feedback TikTok. <laughs> Look it up. Um, also go to
0: therapy. This has all been a PSA. To,
1: <laughs> go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so let's
0: lighten the mood a little Tay Tay.
1: Um, okay. So we're going to talk about something potentially more important, potentially the most important.
0: (laughs) Fuck self-improvement and Fuck
1: self-improvement. Let's go down a pop culture rabbit hole and talk about people who are so rich that they will never face any um, Hmm. actual real world struggle. But maybe they can face interpersonal struggle just like the rest of us. So Miss Khloe Kardashian...
0: Love her. Great Love person. her.
1: Never met her. <laughs> Love that bitch. Hmm. Um, so, Chloe, those b- folks may know that she was in a relationship with um, basketball player Tristan Thompson.
0: Sure.
1: Um. He cheated on her when she was pregnant with their baby, True. Okay. She gave birth. They were kind of on and off. While they were on, he cheated on her again. Damn. Got some other woman pregnant. Damn. And the only reason that she found out that this other woman was pregnant is because Tristan was, like, secretly involved in this, like, legal battle because the other woman was suing him for child support. And then eventually, like, the news leaked. Very dramatic. And then it was like, okay, if you watch the Kardashians on Hulu, at the end of the season, Chloe was like, I'm done with Tristan. Like, it's over. I want to move on. I just want to, like, be a good mom to my daughter and, like, co-parent with him. But, like, it's not happening. Mm -hmm. So word... On the street is Chloe and Tristan are having another baby.
0: Are they together?
1: Um, does not look like it. Okay, but apparently they are pregnant via a surrogate who's carrying.
0: It was a choice
1: mm-hmm, carrying Kay. their baby, and allegedly, um, the surrogate was already pregnant when news broke of. Tristan's second like cheating scandal where he got the other woman pregnant
0: wait, how, how recent was this
1: that was like in like December The
0: surrogate is pregnant with Chloe's baby
1: with Chloe and Tristan's baby
0: And he has another baby on this So he has two babies on the way concurrently. So he,
1: A baby was born his baby was born in like December
0: with the other woman
1: with the other woman. Okay, by the time Chloe found out about it The surrogate was already pregnant with their second baby
0: Were they t- they weren't together at that point
1: they were, they weren't. Like, details are very fuzzy. But apparently, like, the surrogate has either, like, given birth recently or is about to give birth. Okay. But, like, people were like, Chloe.
0: Hey, babes.
1: What are you doing?
0: What's up, babes? What's going on?
1: Because even if she didn't know about the second cheating sure. scandal, she knew about the first time we cheated first, on her.
0: It, Yeah, everyone did. Everyone Which did. is embarrassing, if you ask me.
1: That's embarrassing. But apparently it's like, oh, she wanted her daughter to have a sibling. <laughs> and even if you really do want another kid, doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be with the same biological father. Yeah. Or you can adopt. I
0: think he's proven that he's not, he doesn't have your interests at heart here. And what about that tells you he's going to have your baby's
1: interests right. at heart.
0: Fuck Tristan. Fuck
1: Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Th- like. The not
0: actually. He's, he's getting enough of that. It seems like.
1: He's sorry. very attractive. I'm sorry. That's okay. the only time I'm going to say Attractiveness
0: does not equal good person.
1: I know. We live I know. In L.A. <laughs> Help. I just cannot believe how severely he fumbled the bag.
0: Okay. The bag being Chloe.
1: Yes. Okay. The bag meaning the Kardashian wealth and fame.
0: True. I have to imagine that doesn't probably like feel good to be a part of. That amount of scrutiny at all times.
1: You're probably right. That
0: level of, like, you have to uphold a certain image. There's probably a a level of, like, formulaic and or, like, um, fabricated drama associated with it. Not to mention, like, history within that family that is on display for the entire world Mm -hmm. does not justify him cheating on her.
1: And it's, like, I understand, though, like, the wanting, like, your daughter to have two parents, like, who are together. But it's, like your daughter will also see you being disrespected by somebody and it's infinitely better for her not to see that.
0: I am of of such a mind. And I believe this through and through, it is better for your kid to grow up in a single family home than it is to see them, your parents try to make a toxic relationship last. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes.
0: I'm not a parent, but like coming from a single mom for much of my life and the ins and outs of toxic relationships that she's been in. Like I could have done without seeing a lot of that and would have been just fine with just her. Yeah. You know,
1: coming it from the opposite perspective, right? I agree with you <laughs> wholeheartedly. Your
0: kids are going to be fucked up no matter what, because humans are complicated. Mm-hmm. Maybe like give them a fighting chance.
1: <laughs> yeah. <geez. laughs> oh my God. But I think those kids do like, it's over for them. Yeah. Like, I think Northwest is, like, becoming a little bit, like, she's over it. Like, she was at this fashion show and held up a sign that said, stop it. Because, like, I was taking pictures. It's like, she's a kid.
0: I adore Northwest and her relationship with her mother. Yeah. Because she's, she's just a kid being a kid. And Kim is in her era of doing whatever the fuck she wants. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's recording a video and North is annoying her. Mm-hmm. And Kim is... Going to show that she's annoyed. Mm-hmm. And I like that because yeah, Kim like deserves that. to be annoyed by her daughter.
1: Mm, how sweet.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm still stuck on the Chloe Tristan. Sure. There's something about surrogacy. Mm. So I feel like they've, you know, Kim's also used a surrogate in the past. I know she had like health issues mm-hmm. that prevented her from like, you know, getting pregnant like the amount of times that she wanted to. But I'd, I don't know if. I think it's a very complicated, like, thing when it's like, oh, I'm just going to pay someone to, like, have my baby because I don't want to, like, gain weight or, like, change my figure in any way. Hmm. But, like, of course, I want women to be able to make whatever reproductive choice that they want to make. Right. But it's also, like, a bit, like, you're using... Like someone else's body is like a vessel.
0: Don't take away the agency of the surrogate though.
1: Right. Okay. That
0: person is choosing that. And from like I've heard accounts from their perspective that like maybe they enjoy the experience of being pregnant, but don't want the kid themselves. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's helping them survive and maintain a level of life. Yeah. You know,
1: with surrogacy, it's like such a dangerous thing to be pregnant
0: Mm
1: -hmm. that it's like, it feels a, a bit, t- like, touchier to me when it's, like... And also when it's just, like, a hyper-wealthy woman, like, choosing to, like, not put her own body through that. And, like, you can just, like, outsource it. I think it, I'm probably sounding kind of insensitive right now. Like, it, I don't... No,
0: I understand. That that level of wealth and privilege feels
1: gross. It feels just... Dis- it feels gross. Yeah,
0: ability that you can, like, literally pay for the proxy
1: and then the kylie jenner taking three minute flights on her private jet it's like that is what? oh okay that's another thing like like kylie jenner posted this picture of like her and travis like Travis scott's like private jets and mm-hmm. like everyone was like then like you can i think track flights and stuff mm-hmm. so they were like oh she's taken like a ton of like flights that are 30 minutes or less and like some i as short as, like, It's just
0: minutes. for t- the optics of it all?
1: Just, like, to go from, like, Calabasas to, like, the valley. Because you don't want to drive. The fuck? Mm-hmm.
0: She's not driving to begin with.
1: Exactly. Like, okay, I just want to save time. I want to take the jet. You save, like, 40 minutes. It's, like, that to me is, like, it's it's gross. The way the world is
0: literally on fire.
1: I think maybe that's what I'm touching at a little bit. Where, like it It feels gross to, like, have to take on, like, you know, consumers are the ones who have to take on the burden of, like, okay, we have to make sure we're, like, recycling and we have to make sure we're bringing our reusable bags and, like, you know, everybody, like, turn off your AC because, like, we don't want L.A. to have, like, blackouts
0: As if it's not the businesses and the, the rich right. people making the issue.
1: And then I think, like, as, you know as women are like losing their reproductive like yeah. rights throughout the country, it feels a little bit gross to realize that if you're rich enough, you can make ever decision you want to make.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. I solved the, re- okay. I, my problem is not with surrogacy. My it's problem with is with rich. capitalism and God. rich people. Okay. Okay I, okay. I solved my own like <laughs> issue with that. Okay. There we go.
0: Ding, ding, ding. I just
1: worked through something. Jesus.
0: At the end of the day, it all feels bad. It all feels and gross. I don't think anyone is coming out on top here. The kid's not. No. Tristan's not. Chloe's not. We're not for having to deal with the absurdity of their lives online. Uh-huh. Who's Who wins?
1: Nobody. I feel gross. No, someone's
0: making money off of them. Someone wins. Do you know what I mean? I
1: guess they're making money off of themselves
0: yeah at the end of the day it's it's all business, even them producing children
1: that's true
0: that's the gag
1: <sighs> and the oh man, I don't even <laughs> raising black kids yet like oh. their own complicated relationship with blackness and appropriation anyway
0: anyway <laughs> this okay, this episode was supposed to like when you hear the topic of today, it's like fun and airy and like
1: oh. <laughs> uh, I was determined. I was good. At, I was trying so hard to have fun today. No, I'm, just... I'm
0: having a great time. These <laughs> topics are just like deep. Well, also what we like talked about right before we were recording was like yeah. oh, we were in the thick of it, y'all. God damn. Yeah, we didn't spiral though. Hey, we've had worse.
1: We actually have had worse. Yeah.
0: I feel like we, we're on an uptick. Is depression cured?
1: <laughs> no. No.
0: no.
1: <laughs> I'm like my first session back with my therapist, and I was like, I. Having a podcast has made me listen to how I speak um, about myself is that and good, bad, or, to myself. Like, it's a we... wake-up call for sure. Okay. Wake-up call.
0: Well, I'm excited to have your journey documented. So thank, thank you. you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I hope she never fucking listens to an episode. She'd be like, Don't okay, tell her. 5150. Don't tell her. <laughs> she <laughs> she could, can't know. <laughs> she could find me if she wanted to. Um. Founders. So what is today's topic, Kyle?
0: Today, we're actually going to talk about our childhood dreams. Mm-hmm. And what that what that looks like. Before we get into that though, Taylor, can you tell me what you were like as a kid?
1: I can. I was um
0: Wait, of you have three siblings. Yes, You're and the oldest? oldest of three. Okay.
1: I was a very precocious child.
0: Precocious.
1: Don't ask me to define that word. Okay. But certainly wasn't going to. I was allegedly very <laughs> smart, okay. very talkative. I okay. had a lisp. In what way? can say my s's.
0: <gasps> Fine.
1: So I had to go to speech therapy. You went to speech therapy. Yeah, I learned how to say my s's. Um, I loved to read. Mm-hmm. I loved to like have my parents read to me. Um Cute. It was really cute. I would. Let, I was kind of like, like being the first kid. It's like my you know my parents were like overprotective of me, and mm-hmm. they were like, you know, I was. I was the the little golden child
0: mm-hmm.
1: till my younger siblings were born.
0: You had like high expectations.
1: High expectations were placed on me,
0: and you took them took them to heart. I
1: took them and I crashed and burned, oh. and now I have a podcast. <laughs> um, I was always singing, dancing, loved to watch movies. Sorry. I would like memorize shit. I can mean, memorize like lines to the movies with the intent
0: of performing them later. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: I I was like the kid who would like make my I'd make my siblings like do a performance with me, Fine. Um, so like kind of bossy, like very type A, very know it all, mm. very like. In school, I was a little shyer though. Okay. Um,
0: like, how do you relate with other kids your age?
1: I like had friends and stuff, but I would very much like let them take the lead on okay. like what we wanted to play or like what we wanted to do stuff like that um but yeah I was just like a little teenier version of me now which is weird
0: were you as like aware of yourself as a kid
1: I think so I've always been like really like like crushingly self-aware
0: because mm-hmm. <laughs> on one end you're like reflection is good we're gonna grow and the other yeah. end it's like yeah. Looking at yourself with a microscope and a skull. Yeah.
1: I would be like so self conscious of like little things or like I'd be like, yeah. oh, everyone is like looking at me, you know, that kind of yeah. stuff.
0: We unfortunately, if we perceived ourselves probably younger than a few people, uh huh. Like, I am human.
1: It was just.
0: Do you remember your first memory? Um, or like at what age you had your first memory? I
1: have like a memory that I think that is like, I actually don't have a lot of like memories of my childhood, which is mm. weird, but. I have, like, a memory that I think might be a fabrication
0: oh. of, like, when I was a baby. Okay.
1: And my parents, like, took me to visit my aunt and uncle in San Diego. Okay. And I remember, like, the ocean. Okay. And it was bright sunlight. Just, like, an image. It
0: was the ocean, not one of the lakes.
1: No, it was, like...
0: It was the ocean. Like,
1: the ocean. But I don't know if that's a memory that's real or a memory that like i've implanted Have because i've heard the story ever
0: tried to reconcile memories with your parents like hey this is how i remember what really happened
1: whenever i try to do that i get gaslit so i don't do that anymore okay
0: tight 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 tight, i did that recently with my mom uh-huh it was me my mom and my my like her next youngest kid and it was like it was really cathartic to like we like went through, because I moved a lot as a kid, but I, we like went through all the houses that she lived in oh. at what points, who we lived with, at what schools we were going to. I was like, what's real, what's not real? And we were all like, huh? Oh my and it's God. weird how your brain just fills in the blanks. Yeah. And I'm sure hers was to some extent too. Anyway.
1: What were you like as a kid?
0: I, my mom tells me now that I was her, like, like her, how do you say this? Most behaved kid?
1: Is that oh, how you I say see that. that. Yeah.
0: So, like, in a way that my kid, my brothers, they'll have a lot of attitude and talk back. Um, my stepbrothers would, like, sneak out or, like,
1: uh-huh.
0: get in trouble at school or, you know, what have you. I was a rule follower.
1: For sure. Still oh, am. same. 100%.
0: Um, I did have attitude as I grew up, but not until that was when, like, ooh, deeply unhappy in the home environment. But uh-huh. that's later at, like, high school. As a kid, I, I used to, I don't want to say get in trouble, but I would get, like, I would get a limit on the amount of questions I could ask because <laughs> I would just rapid fire. What's this? Why are things like this? What does How this cute. mean? I still do that. And my I remember my ex told me to stop sometimes because I would ask questions fully not expecting you to have the answer. Mm-hmm. But I, it was like a way of forming conversation. With yeah. You.
1: I'd be like, I, I Why love do you think that. it's
0: like that? Why do you think blah, blah, blah chose to do this? Um, so I was very much like that. I was self-sufficient in a way that, like, I didn't need other kids to play with to have mm-hmm. fun. I remember I loved my little Tinker Toys and my oh. Light Bright.
1: Oh my god! So Light Brights are so lit.
0: So true, Fessy. <laughs> 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 I um I used to have like a little He-Man toy, and it was like a it was like a four wheeler truck, hot wheel thing, and I built this like obstacle course in my backyard. And I, I had dug little trenches and then let the sprinklers run. So, like, it was a full, like, wipeout set with this He-Man toy. It okay, cool. so you like,
1: you're, like, you like, I'm going to focus on, like. I was an engineer. Uh-huh.
0: Yes. Yes, yes.
1: He was an engineer. Uh,
0: um, As a kid, I didn't have very many friends. Uh-huh. I don't think, like, I didn't, probably through to college, I wasn't a very social person. Um, and so I just remember, like, I had my cousins and eventually, like, when I. My mom married and my step, like, my family became bigger, my extended family. It wasn't until then that, like, I even had a lot of outside social interactions, mm-hmm. but I was one of ten siblings.
1: Wow. So what did you want to be when you grew up, when you were a kid?
0: Like, career-wise? Yeah. I think i said this before, but I wanted to be a scientist. Oh, yeah.
1: Right. Because you wanted to be in charge of yourself. I wanted
0: to be my own boss. <laughs> and I pictured myself, like... It was going to be me and my cousin, Eric, Uh huh. and we were going to like run a lab together, oh my God, full cute. white, white lab coats. <gasps> and we were going to like, it was going to be cool because we would each have our own desks with our own little like beakers and test tubes. But we were, we were going to be cool and like let the TV play while we were working. Oh
1: my God.
0: And we were going to like, we didn't even have, it was just us. It was like a two man show. And my legal name would have been Batman.
1: For sure. And
0: his would have been like, I don't know. Something like having to do with transformers. Uh-huh. I was legit going to change my name to Batman. Wow. I don't even like Batman like that.
1: <laughs> okay, what kind of experiments did you want to do? Did you have any like I,
0: in my mind fields back of then, No, there was no d- concrete direction. I was like, scientists make shit, so I was uh-huh. going to be pouring, I don't know, hydrogen peroxide and ketchup into a test tube, and it was going to make a new compound. Yeah. And like the act of doing that would have made me a living
1: for sure and like people would just pay you
0: if i'm honest i still don't know what scientists do
1: <laughs> i feel like like the the more i learned about like academia it's like the more just like soul crushing it seems to be Where like it's like so challenging to like get funding for anything mm-hmm. and like it's
0: just bureaucratic and a mess yeah well when i think about it i'm like when they're like spinning their little tube in the little centrifuge and they look at it in the light, I'm like, what are you looking for? That <laughs> looks like spit in a vial. If you ask me, <laughs> is it the cure to cancer in
1: there? Well, maybe like if you get employed and also maybe as a scientist, you can get employed by like a company that you have. That's to That's the thing.
0: I'm not employed by anyone. You're your dream. own boss. I'm my own boss. I do what I want. Where am I getting the money? How did I afford the lab coat?
1: <laughs> <laughs> who's yeah, who's. Hang you where's the lab it what facilities matter. are you using all was
0: well because we had made it that's if that's i had a my cousin tree. eric in my lab coat we were good
1: what does eric do now
0: um he we don't really like talk anymore there was a weird like estrangement oh for in sure Yeah, um, families are messy maybe
1: yeah. he's the scientist somewhere the the list.
0: um hopefully i hope he's doing well
1: he has his own lab coat yeah his name is batman now don't we all yeah.
0: yeah, I think when I grew up, I I wanted to like, I like went through the like, maybe I'll be a fireman. Maybe I'll like uh-huh. be like an outdoor, like a, like a, what do you call them? Like a park ranger. Oh, for sure. That sounds um, fun. I thought maybe like I would like get really good at basketball or like be a singer or something like that. Yeah. But there was never anything concrete until I got to like middle school. But at that point I was like trained to think about what my college experience was going to be like. Oh yeah, that's so, so weird. And then at that point it was like a balance of what do I want to do versus what's going to make me money. And at that point I'm not thinking like a kid anymore. So oh. Yeah. When it came to a job, I didn't have a firm grasp of like you have to work to make money. It yeah. was like I'm going to do what makes me happy and that'll be good enough.
1: God and I'm
0: trying to. Do you know what I mean? This is
1: so beautiful. Childlike <laughs> what did you sense of wonder. Be? I my first job that I can remember wanting to have is I wanted to be a veterinarian because uh-huh. I loved animals, animals. Like, like
0: loons, horses.
1: Okay, all the animals. Like we, I had a bunny growing up. Okay, her name was Snowball. Of course, rest in peace, Snowball. Was she's she white? Like, yes. Okay. Um, a nice Caucasian bunny rabbit. <laughs> but she has she's like a like a dwarf bunny, so she's very tiny. Okay and she skinny had legend. like skinny legend <laughs> and like her type of bunny was like she had like a black ring around her eyes <gasps> like a little eyeliner a queen so cute she was like so cute but i was like i loved animals and like you know sometimes like we would see like a horse at like a county fair or mm-hmm. something and i'd be like oh, so into the horse and like my mom was deathly allergic to cats so we mm-hmm. could like never have a cat but i was obsessed with cats okay. like I, there's this is funny picture of like me and my mom, and like I had made like a, like a, like a board, like a vision board mm-hmm. about cats. Like it had like little pictures of cats and like sparkly rhinestones because I just like loved cats. Um,
0: You're such an artist.
1: Totally. <laughs> um, and then like, so I wanted to be a veterinarian for the longest time. And then when I was 10 years old, I was in my first ever musical. Okay. And I was like.
0: Downhill from there. Oh my God. Yeah. Like
1: this is it. Okay. And then I just like. This l- is it. Loved. Yeah. <laughs> loved acting. Like loved performing, which was ironic because I was like very shy. Mm. Um, But like then I started just like doing as many plays and musicals as I could. And I did that like all throughout high school, all throughout even college. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, i want to go to acting school. And my parents were like, wait, are this you serious? This was fun up
0: until now, yeah.
1: <laughs> it was like-
0: This is a joke totally. until- Totally, <laughs>
1: it was like, oh my God, this is a cute hobby for her. And then it was like, like- She's
0: gonna grow out and wanna be a doctor. I was day.
1: so serious. Um,
0: Literally never showed interest in anything else.
1: Right, because it became very clear that my skills like did not lie in the like hard sciences mm-hmm. at all. Um, But, yeah, it's just funny, like, the pressure, I remember, like, I went to this, like, intense private school where they, like, made us think about college, and it's, like...
0: At what what point you're schooling?
1: Like, freshman year. Oh, high school. Yeah, high school. And then, like, but it's so funny because, like, now I work in an industry that, like, like, as it, when you're in... Like, I didn't know that working in TV was, like, a thing that I could do, Mm -hmm. because, like, I remember my my boss was making fun of me and my coworker, Antoinette, because we met like in acting school and she was like, why did you guys like go to school for theater? Like, that's so goofy. And I was like, you're right. But mm. then I thought about that and I was like, oh, that's kind of the only thing you can really do as like a kid from like the Midwest. There's like no way that you can do like TV or film as like a hobby right. when you're a kid. Like the closest you can get to any sort of like performing art or like like
0: being a news broadcaster.
1: (laughs) Right. It's like and that wasn't a thing that you could do at my school, like was just like being in a play like that was kind of the closest thing you could do. And then like as you're deciding where to go to college, you're like okay, like this is what I know. It didn't pop into my head that like, Oh, I could be a TV producer. Like I didn't even know that that was a job. I think one of
0: the biggest like failures of I'll speak for my schooling. Right. I remember taking an aptitude test in seventh grade. Oh God. They sat us down and made us take aptitude tests, which was really fucked up. If you think about it, but then it gave you like your strengths and maybe like, this is how your brain might be broken down. The whole left brain, right brain bullshit. And some of the things were like, you could be a therapist or you could be like, um, I don't know, an engineer of some sort. These very broad career paths. And then you get into high school and it's like, think about maybe what a a possible like major in school you might want to go into. And then you get into college and it's like, what the fuck does an English major do? Right. What am I going to do with a math degree?
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: it like my degree ended up being something that I made from scratch.
1: Yeah.
0: I like pick and chose my classes, but like, what does that translate to in the real world? I don't think we were given like, here's, here are some options of what this might actually look like. in the yeah, world. Yeah, exactly. Like you can be an assistant. You can be a producer. Yeah. You can be a barista. You can be a designer. And mm-hmm. that even in and of itself is like a lot of different, like each of those have branches underneath them. So it's like, I feel like that was a failure on that part.
1: For sure. Because it's like, I feel like all of schooling is like preparing you for the next step. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, do well in like middle school so you can do well in high school so you can get into a good college so you can pick a good major. So then like, what?
0: At some point, you're just left to figure it out.
1: Yeah. And like, there are so many jobs where like, honestly, I feel like a bachelor's degree is like kind of meaningless right now.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's been meaningless for a number of years.
1: So uh, like... I think for as long as possible, just, like, as a kid or even someone, like, in college, like, just do what you want to do. Do what you fucking
0: want to do. But also do that well out of college, too. Yeah. Also, your job doesn't need to be what brings you happiness. Yeah. I wish that I had, like, done some kind of, like, apprenticeship like we Ooh. lived in the 1800s without the racism. Uh, I think. Sorry. I think that.
1: <laughs> no, you're right.
0: Like I like could have learned to be like a candle maker or like work in like a, um like a, a blacksmith, like some <laughs> kind of hard skill like that. Yeah. I'll watch people like what do they call them? Ateliers like make leather wow. garments or bags or something. I'm like that. Suck such a fucking cool skill. I wish I was like a a ceramicist.
1: Yeah. You know, it's a lost art, like making shit with your hands. Uh-huh. Our society doesn't value that.
0: Unfortunately not.
1: Which is really they stupid. They barely
0: value tech skills at this point.
1: Yeah. It's so weird. Like, and I'm like, okay, I have a, like skills that are like, I can use Excel. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Who cares? Who cares? I'm so serious. <laughs> Could I survive if I got fucking like dropped into the wilderness? No, I've
0: seen Men versus Wild,
1: naked and afraid,
0: drinking my own piss in the dark in the forest.
1: And we're like, Kaivon, it's hour one, and you have a supply of fresh I've just water. Like, to do- <laughs> why are you drinking your own piss?
0: When you were a kid, could you envision like yourself having your own family?
1: I think I like vaguely wanted to, but like I. <laughs> I never like loved kids in the same way as like mm. I think other girls like like love babies. Sure. I think I was just so jaded because, mm-hmm. um, I like had to babysit my the younger siblings. Mm-hmm. So I never wanted to babysit other people's kids. Mm-hmm. but I like have always vaguely been like, oh, one day I want to get married and have have kids.
0: Just like the have kids was part of the getting married. Yeah,
1: and like I think I still kind of feel like that. Okay, I'm like, oh, I I do want to have kids, but it's like still so far in the future, mm-hmm. which I guess it's kind of not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's like I gotta get it popping in the next like ten years or so. It
0: being never mind, sorry.
1: <laughs> it popping out of my vagina, I suppose, but um, it still feels like a vague kind of like dream to me
0: i feel like i pictured i because there were so many siblings and it seemed like once a year one of my parents was popping out another kid i was like jesus christ y'all yeah i was always like i want maybe three kids maybe max
1: yeah three is a lot max is the name of
0: all three of them (laughs) 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 no three kids maximum i was like maybe and that even now i'm like no not even but Back then, I was like, Oh, yeah, I'm gonna have kids once I get married. It's gonna be some woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, some <laughs> it's gonna be woman. some woman. We're gonna have kids, and like my kids are gonna play basketball or some shit. Yeah, I'm gonna have a dog and a white picket fence, and like I'm gonna own a house somewhere.
1: Uh-huh. I was
0: just like doing what my parents were always trying to do, which was e- be happy. <laughs> LOL. Um, I wonder if they'll get there one
1: day. <laughs>
0: What was weird for me and just me being vulnerable as I grew up and became, you know, stepped into myself a little more, I had always pictured myself marrying a woman Mm -hmm. and having kids and doing that. And then it switched one day from woman to man. And that was like, whoa, I had never even envisioned a future like this. And then it switched again to being a little more amorphous, to being like, I might want to be married one day to whoever the fuck wants to marry me back, but kids aren't in the picture now.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And now it's like, I don't even know if I care to get married. Yeah. And if I ever have kids, I'm going to adopt them. Yeah. So it just keeps changing. Yeah. It's interesting.
1: I think that's fine. Yeah. I think it's good to have like goals and dreams, but be flexible enough where like,
0: these aren't even like, this is what I want. It's if I picture myself in the future, there is an image of what that future might look like. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, I'm going to work towards this or like a. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Now I, I picture an older me. I'm just rocking in a rocking chair on my porch. Yeah. That I probably don't even own.
1: I don't really have like a vision of myself in the future because I feel like my life changes so much like year to year mm-hmm. that like I can't. I don't have a vision of like where I'll be in five years or where I'll be in 10 or mm-hmm. 20. Like it's so things I feel like I'm i mean maybe everybody feels like this in their early to mid-20s where like things are changing so fast and like so drastically that it feels impossible to envision a future
0: i have no issue envisioning them but they don't always line up yeah you've seen everything everywhere all at once right we saw that together together. right do you know how there's the same actress that uh, she's in a bunch of different settings and a bunch of different costumes, blah, blah, blah. Yes. I picture myself like that. So like a life living in New York, a life living in London, a life living in X, yeah. Y, and Z, doing this job, blah, blah, blah. It's like each one is its own separate reality, but I'm able to envision them clearly. Like not all of them are going to be the life that I live. Aww. That's Aww. the multiverse.
1: The multiverse. The
0: multiverse of Kaiwon's future. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? when it comes to like being a kid?
1: Um, I feel like I've seen a lot about like healing your inner child. Sure. Doing inner child work. I don't really understand what it means.
0: (laughs) I did it recently with my therapist. Not to bring her up again. I'll do it gladly. Um, She had me actually write down from my earliest memory through to like high school, every like key moment that has stuck with me in a a timeline of sorts. And in doing that, that inner child work helped me like recognize parts that were we'll call unhealed or like that needed a little extra tension and in doing that it helped me recognize patterns that i've brought into my adulthood so the way i understand inner child work it's like i am meeting myself where i was when i was hurt mm-hmm. as a child at whatever stage i was and sitting my with myself then to say hey We're okay. Okay. You survived. And the patterns that you developed in this moment are are not helping us now. It's like forgiving yourself back then and just giving your little baby self a little hug. A little hug, a little pattern.
1: I feel like I've I've always felt so divorced from myself as a child. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think of my childhood and, like, want to go back. Like, I don't, like, oh, things like I... You know, I've felt so free as a child. Like, I want to do that again. I don't, like... I think it's hard for me to tap into, like, inner child work because I don't really... This sounds really bad. I don't really feel a lot of, like, sympathy or, like, affection for my younger self, which I think is maybe part of the problem. Whoa.
0: <laughs> Interesting.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that's, like, kind of hard for me to get behind, but... Honestly, this like exercise where we like even just talking about like my personality when I was a kid, I'm like, oh, like she is a she's part still of in there. me yeah. and we like I am her. We are one. Yeah. We are still very similar. So do you love her? I, I do. If you saw
0: your little self, would you give her a hug?
1: I actually think that I would like my younger self. I
0: think I'd be best friends with my younger self. Oh, I think we would be homies.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, It just what it feels like to want to have a kid.
0: I would like invite him over and we like bake cookies together. Aw. That sounds fun.
1: I would like watch a little movie or like read a book. Yeah. And she would ask me like I'm gonna cry. I was, like, <laughs> so emotional (laughs) why are we doing like years of therapy in this one episode sick of it sick of this shit let's Let's stop stop. um thank you guys so much for listening to this episode
0: deep and for what
1: for what for
0: what give
1: your younger self a hug today um yeah we release new episodes every tuesday on spotify podcasts and wherever you listen to podcasts i guess i don't know (laughs) um So enthusiastic!
0: <laughs> With that same enthusiasm, you should leave us a five star rating and review. Please do leave a, a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. By mm-hmm. the way, and a review on Apple Podcasts. We have a. Uh, I just looked. I have twenty five unread text messages, and that Ooh. stresses me out. Um, you, we, whoop, hey, we have a TikTok, TikTok at NoFoxPod.
1: Instagram at NoFuxPod, at and just to be, just to be clear, that's N O F U Q S P O D P O D. Um,
0: that same. Spelling.com for our website.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Why are we talking like this? And I don't know. A, an I email feel like address, a little broken right now. Nofuckspod at gmail.com. You can send us all of your questions, concerns, um, prescription requests. Send
1: us a baby pic.
0: Send us a send us a baby pic. I want to see you We'll as post a baby them pic. online. We will. With your permission. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Am I missing something?
1: I mean, I don't know. Send us to your friend. Send us to the fucking f- Yeah. But I mean If
0: you know someone that was a child once <laughs>
1: Hey. If you, okay, if you send this to uh, three friends and send us a screenshot, if you like texting it to them, mm-hmm. we will give you a shout out, give you a shout out and it. I'll buy you an ice cream or a beer.
0: Okay. That's like one beer.
1: <laughs> so just, hey. one. just one.
0: We'll we'll split it.
1: We'll split. Yeah. yeah. Um. But thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so
0: much. We'll be um, back next week. We will
1: be back. On that note I don't think I have follow-up questions. I
0: don't have any follow-up questions either. Bye. Bye.